the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening. Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, not at Millburgers today. Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch were live here at the Alzafar Shrine, home of the 20th annual Festival of Flowers, seeing all kinds of old friends. Calvin and Jerry are answering a question off the air, so uh, it's uh, it's a great day to be out here, and it is busy. You know, if you haven't been out to the Festival of Flowers, I want to encourage you to come on out. We were talking to Ann Schiller, one of the folks who puts this together, she and Brunella do, and um, it came up that you really have to experience this uh, if you haven't been out there so you understand what it's about. And then once you get it, uh, you come every year. It's just a little bit different in that it's really truly all about gardening, not about uh, it's, it's a garden show, not a home and garden show, so you're going to see lots of different vendors here that are promoting, uh, oh, like quality organic products or ladybug brands or some of the others. You'll see uh, products or you'll see uh, booths by the uh, folks at the Orchid Society or the Rose Society. They're here. Uh, as well. You'll see uh, uh, vendors from around town um, that like Millburgers and others, uh, nurseries, and you'll see uh, just uh, groups like the Plant Exchange. Right now they've got a really interesting seminar that's going on. Two o'clock will be the organic round table. So come on by Mill, uh, not by Millburgers. You can go by Millburgers too, but come on by the Alzafar and visit with us. Say hi as you walk by. Uh, we're right here as you come in the door. You'll see us in the little alcove. Uh, the cubby hole, if you will, and um, you can uh, come on by. I want to also tell you a little bit, too, while we're getting started, uh, to call us at 308-8867. If you can't come by, you can call us at 308-8867. Uh, Toll-free outside of San Antonio, it's 866-308-8867. That's the number to call to uh, be a part of the show. And also, don't forget, if you're looking for all kinds of information, maybe you wanted information on the shrine, maybe you wanted information on the um, Festival of Flowers, maybe you wanted information about today's gardening classes, one for kids, and uh, that had to be postponed, so you may be looking for when that's going to be again, or maybe you're looking for information on the uh, upcoming blood drive or the top tomato contest, right? Well, all you've got to do is go to millburgernursery.com. Go to millburgernursery.com. It'll show you that, and it'll also tell you all about events that are happening around San Antonio, not just at Millburger. So uh, go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. 
All right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867 to be a part of the show. So lots of folks here and uh, very, very busy. The parking lot was full. Guys, you all been wandering around. What have you seen? You're on. Where we started? I know. Okay. I've been listening to you. Uh, what have we started over there? I'm sorry. What have we started? Where are we? Uh, exactly. <laughs> all right. So, uh, what have you we seen? We get a lot of questions. Yeah, we have gotten a lot of questions. His was really detailed. What was he asking? Well, he 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 had a crape myrtle that was exfoliating, and they were they thought they had a leaf drop. They were worried about the bark coming off there, and uh, whether the bark was thicker than than should be if it was just a, a natural thing but Jerry and I didn't think so it's a big old it's a big yeah. uh, old tree and it, I kind of thought I, th- I think I've seen a lot of trees uh, even even crepe myrtles that uh, really put a lot of foliage on early in the year and then especially that kind of conditions they were talking about right near the curb yeah where they dry, where it could dry out you and so what they do for self-defense is just drop some of the excess leaves and uh it's better look the plant looked good but i, I think they hopefully they're convinced that it's uh, good well there's nothing if, if it's a, that big a tree and it's dying and we did not uh, tell then, them. The it's there's nothing we can do anyway. In the old days, we used to tell them to, to dance in a circle around it. Yeah, yeah. We well, don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, there's really nothing that they can do. I, I think the tree just going through a natural uh, yeah. bark shed. And it's 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 large enough and because survived the, enough. The trunk is. Well, what was that trunk? Uh, about eight the inches. picture, it looked uh, eight inches. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, a huge, huge thing. And maybe you heard me in the mic, so I didn't. I don't know if y'all could hear me. I was talking to Jenny Peterson. Do I have that right? Yeah, you're on. I'm on. Yeah, we were talking about. Jenny is sitting next to us. She just uh, gave one of the. You already did your workshop, right? I did. And uh, you have a book to complement it. So if we see anybody who wants to buy the book, just wave us down. So if you want to buy it. <laughs> yeah, I'm right here. Yes. Just two people down. But tell us a little bit about what, what you talked about in your story. Um, my book is called The Cancer Survivor's Garden Companion. I'm a two-time cancer survivor. I'm 54. And I wrote my first book when I was uh, going through cancer treatment. Or actually, yes, cancer treatment. The second book, The Cancer Survivor's Garden Companion, I wrote when I was going through recovery because I wanted people to know that the garden and the plants in the garden and the act of gardening are very healing and balancing. And it's a very important thing and um, very valuable. So uh, how did you kind of discover this? Um, Well, you know, through my own cancer experience, um, cancer is kind of prevalent in my family. And um, I had kind of a, my treatment actually wasn't too rough, but my recovery, funny enough, was rougher. And so I had some bad medication interactions and um, was a little depressed, didn't even want to get out into my garden. And I'm a landscaper, so, you know, I, gardens are, are everything I do professionally and personally. So I started using my own garden and looking at the plants in the garden differently during my, my whole experience. And I thought, if I'm having this problem, other people are too. So that's why I, I wrote the book. And, well, and it's consistent with Jerry and I for years have talked about how important 
what it contributes to young people when they they garden too, in terms of their lives and and their work in their schools, and then you know you're 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 just linking the whole the whole life. To Absolutely, and yeah. How important it can be uh, just to to make make a life just more fulfilled and occupied and satisfying. So it's great. And uh, the book again was the Cancer Survivors Garden Companion. Yeah, and I've heard other folks talk about. Uh, I have a friend who has a water garden, and oh, yeah. she will talk about her experience and said, if it weren't for that water garden, you know, I don't know. And it, it was almost the same thing. It was during the treatment and during recovery, and the water garden kind of kept her balanced and, and and made her feel good and gave her kind of made it easier on her. So you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because during my uh, my presentation that I just gave, I do talk about in different sections. I talk about water gardening because it's um, it can decrease stress. It can um, water has a it's very cleansing. It's very pure. Kind of reminds you of the whole cycle or the the rebirth of you know new life. It has a lot of symbolism attached to it, and um, and it's it's just kind of a fascinating way to garden. You know, plants that grow in the garden, the koi fish in the water. Um, it's a it's a very cool thing to do. So, do you get a lot of other folks that once they hear your presentation, kind of speak up and go, "Oh my gosh, I, I thought I was kind of alone in this." Oh, absolutely, and that's why I do these presentations. Is because I want people to know they're not alone. They're not alone. If they've gone through it, somebody else has gone through it, too. What I went through, it was not fun at all, and it's very easy to just keep it to yourself because you don't want people to think you're weak or not capable. And, um, you know, I want people to know that you're just like everybody else. We all This is a human condition that we all experience, and the garden is the best teacher of how to live a, a full and healthy and balanced life. Jenny Peterson, Jenny, I don't want to tell us real quick and then go, she's right here. That's the author right there. So don't go anywhere. She'll come over there in a second. If they can't come here, where can they find your book? They can find my book on Amazon. It's also at uh, Barnes & Noble, and it's at many independent bookstores and at different garden centers. They can also go to my website, JennyNibroPeterson.com. Cool. Thank you so much. Great. Thanks for having me. You bet. All right, 308-8867. I've been sitting there watching, watching folks come by, and it's like they're, they're looking through the book and then looking to see why is the book here? What is this about? It's like she's right here. All right, three hundred eight, eighty-eight, sixty-seven. What's that? Well, I was just you know you don't want to make. Uh, I was just wondering about if you were not a. We we know a lot of folks that have gardened and gardened and have not gotten very good at it. That would be. I <laughs> mean, they'd have a tough time. They'll have to find some other option. You know. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah. So Milton, you should be thinking about that. No thanks. Uh, <laughs> All right, 308-8867 is our I guess number. it could keep you occupied trying to learn to be a good gardener. Yeah. I think actually just getting involved with the soil and watching things grow, even if you don't do it well. Because uh, sometimes if you, if you grow the right stuff, it, it's very forgiving. The, uh, the, I know this because I am now a survivor of a 968, 968, the dwarf cherry surprise. That still pumping, huh? It is still pumping. That, uh. You, you, honest to God, you, you we can we can go out to eat and pick six of them off, and when we come back to eat, there are six of six more of them on there. Ah, but it's a wonderful plant, and uh, uh, we've enjoyed it. So anyway, I think just getting in there and, and growing is a good thing. I think you're right. All right, 308-8867. Have you guys had a chance to walk around a little bit? Yeah, we did, I did. And uh, yeah, Calvin got a really good article in uh, in today's paper. And uh, my essay, Section C, back of the sports page, uh, pages, 
and uh, very comprehensive for those of you who are listening at home and trying to decide whether to come by down to the festival door, festival of flowers, and uh, pick up pick up that paper and uh, and, and read that that article. Now it tells you everything that we're, uh, we have going on down here, and uh, out of all the plants. Uh, Kevin listed as being in the Garden Volunteers of South Texas booth, GVST. Uh, which one do you think sold out first, Calvin? I mean, within, within 30 minutes of the door open. I, I know because I stopped at the booth, which, oh, is, which is, oh, yeah, which is a wonderful display. And I said, those prices are so low that you're not, that's uh, not going to last long. <laughs> and, uh, and Rob said, Figs are already gone. Yeah, yeah, right. And what? See, and grapes were close. You know. Grapes, oh, is that right? Great. He says usually grapes are the first to go, but the Victoria grape. So, um, that's a. You got to see this booth. And what we're talking about is the Jerry Jerry and the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas conduct a research program, ongoing research, identifying exciting plants that can fit into our our central and south Texas landscapes and gardens, plants that can deal with our soil and our, our uh, weather. And uh, you get a chance with the, the, the gardening volunteer booth, there's t- 10 or 12 different varieties of plants that they're testing that have great promise, but you're ahead of it. They're not on the market yet, so you can be part of that experimental uh, effort and get ahead of it, and some of them are just unbelievable. Hey, we got Jim on the line at 308-8867, 308-8867. Hi, Jim. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm good. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. What's going on? I've got some mature live oaks out in New Braunfels that have little clumps of dead, completely dead leaves. Not huge sections, just small, you know, uh, ends of... Uh, of branches completely dead. Yeah, I have I have some of those in my front yard on my trees too. It, it's uh, okay. it's it's tip dieback or, or whatever, and uh, uh, it's I think the of course the plant pathologist uh, always want to claim a disease, but uh, I think it's a it's a fungus disease. That gets on the very you've seen you've seen yeah our live oaks that and when pe- people really notice it when the when we have the big winds and yeah right that, those are the parts that break off then it becomes really noticeable right and but so. as far as spraying or preventing or anything like that like I said uh, they're, they're, hey there's really really nothing you can can do about it. Just leave those parts and maybe trim them off and be done. Well, you can't, you can't well, or they'll fall know, off. You don't really need to trim them off. Just let it be. Yeah, mm-hmm. unless you're unless you're a neat nick. Uh, <laughs> and then just well, be careful. Aren't those oak trees pretty big? They are. Yeah, well, that's they're very big. They just happen to be by our driveway, so they're more noticeable. But I don't, yeah. I don't yeah. care. I'll let it be. Yeah, I've got I've got some that are real noticeable as I as I drive you in. The, Thank you. As I drive in the driveway, uh, <laughs> they're they're all in 
in the, and it overhangs the tree yeah. that's overhanging the driveway. That's how mine is, yeah. Yeah. But just don't don't worry about it. It's not going to kill the tree. And if you, if you want a positive thing, a lot of, a lot of times when you tip prune something, it makes the foliage denser. You know, in fact, they they used to do apples and oh gosh, yeah, yeah. things like that. Tip prune them so that uh, so that they have more fruiting fruiting uh, area. So actually, that's doing you. That's actually doing you a favor. Good. Okay. <laughs> Well, that'll be happy about it instead of worry. That's right. Yeah, sometimes his logic is uh, you know, it's a little tough to get. Well, if you, if, you can't, <laughs> if you can't beat it, you might as well join yeah. it, you know. That's right. <laughs> All right, Thanks, Jim. Thank you. Thanks for yeah. calling. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up in just a moment, live from the Alzafar for the Festival of Flowers, right in front of the Millburgers display, which is absolutely gorgeous. So come on by and visit with us and uh, take in the smells. It's, it's of, almost like a wall, though, there with those ja- jasmine and everything. Yeah. All right, back in a moment, right after this on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Summer in San Antonio means color in San Antonio yards. How's your yard looking? Could it use a little bit of color? I can help you with that. How about a little bit of yellow? You need some? Let me tell you what I got. Come on over here. I got Theralis on sale right now with its beautiful yellow flowers amongst a dark green foliage for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. You cannot beat the beautiful Gold Star Esperanza. Its beautiful golden yellow bell-shaped flowers are absolutely wonderful, attracting hummingbirds and butterflies, and you'll love it for just $19.88 in the 12-inch pot. Can I get you something in the purple, maybe? How about Vitex, Texas Lilac, also known as Mexican Lavender or Chase Tree? You've seen them blooming around San Antonio right now. And in the five-gallon container, they're just sixteen eighty-eight. And be sure to check out the Texas Star Hibiscus over at Millburgers with a profusion of red or white flowers. It'll bloom all summer, and it's fourteen eighty-eight. All these at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Hi, this is Rhonda Bone of Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations to serve you. Most of us have some unwanted fat we want to get rid of. Try Sigform HCG, a homeopathic fat release system. It displays no known adverse side effects, targets the abnormal fat deposits that we don't want for well-needed energy. Increase blood flow for fat burning with a healthy lifestyle plan and no dips in your sugar level. Come in and get your information on Sigform HCG at Rhonda's Nature's Way 2 locations, 624 Southwest Military Drive at Shopper City Mall. Call 210-924-6922 and 8059 Callahan at the Grandview Shopping Center at the corner of I-10 West and Callahan. 210-344-1482, Rhonda's Nature's Way with two locations. I'd like to introduce you to Karen Bagwell of Blue Rose Christian Counseling, specializing in anxiety, depression, relationships, trauma, OCD, and grief. 
care and death is a normal part of life, but sometimes people get stuck. And it's not just in death, but even a loss of a job, a relationship, or even their health. At Blue Rose Christian Counseling, support is a big part of the healing process. So how do we find your help and support, Karen Bagwell? Call me at 210-264-2565 or bluerosechristiancounseling.com. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. This is Jan Johnson, and my guest this week is Gilbert Hernandez, the CEO for Youth for Christ. This Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Hugh Hewitt explains the next step in the Russia fiasco. You can't indict a sitting president. That's the weight of scholarly opinion. Uh, there's also a, quite a lot of scholarly opinion. You can't even obstruct an FBI investigation as opposed to a prosecution or a grand jury. So it's all just stuck in a cul-de-sac until Bob Mueller comes. Because Comey can't just keep going back up and testify and testify and testify. And so I think it's done until we hear from Mueller. But the right. president is in peril, and he's got to be careful. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 AM. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Bar in South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 308-8867, 308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And uh, when you come to Millburgers, I have not done it yet, so I don't know uh, the full experience, and, and uh, but uh, we now have a hug-me tree. A what, Tyler? A hug-me tree. Oh, the tree by the porch is is begging to be hugged. And oh, so I understand. I, I thought it was Claudette that wanted to be hugged. No, no, she just wanted us to hug the tree. Oh, is that why? Yeah, I'm afraid smacked, so. Smacked me once when I. <laughs> <laughs> that could have been. I'm here. All right, so three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. We're out here in the butterfly garden broadcasting today at Millburger. So we encourage you to come on by and see it. Get some ideas on what you could do around the house to build a butterfly garden of your very own. Uh, come talk with Calvin and find out a little bit about what went into it. In fact, maybe that's where we'll go right now. Uh, Calvin, kind of talk a little bit about the process and and uh, what went into the planning. Well, of course, Millburgers has been involved in this Monarch initiative for a few years, along with the city of San Antonio. A whole bunch of us gardeners, too, are involved. And and so Charles uh, came up with the idea, said, well, we should have a, I mean, a butterfly interest. I mean, it's in the interest of of our landscapes and our environment to do more for butterflies. And, of course, Millburgers is, oh, look at there, speaking of the butterflies. Is that the giant, a giant over there? A giant swallow? Poor lady thinks yeah. you're pointing. Yeah. That's a citrus one. Yeah, that's a that's a, a big butterfly. Anyhow, and so, so they asked me, I did a little plan, worked with some of the staff, and they planted it and they got it certified by a couple of different uh, uh, sources out there uh, groups and so now we've got a certified butterfly garden and we're dedicating it uh, today 
and it's a, it's, a, it's pretty special. The idea is to show you what you can do, attract butterflies, and have a nice planting. It's just amazing how many plants the butterflies will utilize. And then uh, you uh, you come by and ask about it, show some interest. Uh, we'll give you a, a coupon that gives you 20% discount on any of the plants on the butterfly list. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, of course, there's lots of literature. Plantanswers.com has got all our articles. I've got some of the articles here, and we've got the plant list here. Uh, so if you want more interest, we thought it would be kind of fun to do it the, day be- the dedication the day before Mother's Day because that might be a neat uh, little uh, family project. You know, just make a little plan. You can get a plan off of the Internet. Uh, you can some of the resource books. I've got a, uh, resource books here that have some plans that can give you some ideas. And then just get pick up the plants and mom or grandma and uh, the kids, and you can pl- plant them uh, on it before Mother's Day. Yeah, the neat thing about butterfly uh, these butterfly plants, every one of them are close to native plants and uh, grow in adverse soil conditions. That's right. So you don't have to... Or, the, or they'll prosper in our, our uh, limited soil. Yeah, yeah, limited soil there. But, but that, and that's one of the... And Jerry brought this up early in the process. He says, why are we making these long lists? This includes almost every plant that blooms. And... That, <laughs> And that is, I was trying to be. Yeah, it's um, close. It's close to true, uh, because you want 12 months of blooms. There are some plants that are are more are produce more nectar and are more popular. Yeah, um, and we've got those. We've got them identified, of course. Zinnias, mistflower, milkweeds, our porterweed. You've never seen porterweed. You got to come just to see that. <laughs> there's a dwarf variety and there's a tall variety, and. Uh, we're dedicating the porterweed to Paul Cox. There you go. We used to make fun of him because he's always <laughs> wanting people to use it. He was right. Yeah, he is right. We, we come to appreciate it. He couldn't figure out why it wouldn't sell. Yeah. <laughs> it's got such a weird name. <laughs> I guess they could use the alter, alternative name, uh, Twisted Snake. Plant. Twisted Snake? Because <laughs> of the yeah, uh, fl- because the, of the flower. The boom stocks are kind of twisted, yeah. Oh, Lord. So maybe we could find a better name for it, uh, but it's a it's a interesting, pretty plant, and the butterflies do go nuts over it. It'll be a real conversation piece. And the one, the little red one, that's a dwarf, and then there's a taller purple one. They're both here at Milberger's. I guess that blooms all summer, doesn't it? All summer. I uh, mean the porterweed. Yeah, it is a perennial, a little south of us, but. Mine did not make it through the the winter. Oh, it didn't. Winter. Okay. Now some of the the milkweeds, the tropical milkweed, did, but not not the porterweed. But a little south of us, it probably could. They're native to. Uh, some of them are native to Florida, but mostly it's uh, South America. Yeah, they've got a real good supply of uh, both the native milkweed and which, which by the way, Millburger had specially grown. Uh, for this nursery. And a bunch of them are sitting right behind you. Oh, is that right? Tuberosa, yeah. Okay. And then the tropical, we got both the yellow flower tropical. Yeah, I saw those walking up here. And the orange ones. They're they're really, the butterflies really go for them. And that's the one, the milkweed's the only place where the monarchs will lay their eggs. 
So you want to have some milkweeds in in your yard, much to the chagrin of farmers who have spent years and years trying to control milkweed. <laughs> they've, they've finally been successful. Now we're trying to replant it in some places. So uh, but to get your du- double bang for the buck, uh, do you think there's any difference in a butterfly garden and a hummingbird garden? Um, I know I know the hummingbirds like the tubular flowers, yeah. but the butterflies will feed on those too. Some of them, yeah, like uh, flame acanthas. Yeah, yeah. Pentas, uh, pentas are butterflies like them, but I think they the may be more like popular with the hummingbirds. Uh, vinca, well, maybe they don't. Maybe the hummingbirds are not. Vincas may not be their no. favorite. They love zinnias. Oh yeah, hummingbirds yeah. do. Yeah. And the butterflies do, too. That's So you get double bang for your buck when you plant this butterfly garden. That's right. It's butterfly and hummingbird. Yeah. That's, that's, a, that's easy to do. You can combine both of them. And, uh, and there are some deer-resistant uh, plants that uh, I know around here a lot of people are worried about the deer. They, I, don't, I don't think they, they bother that flame acanthus too much. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't I've know never grown it outside. I've grown, I'm growing it for the first time this year. Okay. Uh, Did you get I, the yellow one? You know, we got a, a, a yellow one on the market. No, I got whatever we had here at okay. Melbourne. It's okay. not blooming yet. Um, they might have the yellow one. And uh, so, of course, those deer-proof plants Jerry's talking about, vinca, uh, all the salvias, the lantanas, uh, what else, Jerry? Uh, you said salvias, right? Yeah. You mentioned oh the uh, oh shoot, right behind you, it's a purple flower. I guess that's more of a, a hummingbird plant. The yeah. But anyway, zinnia, the, in some neighborhoods they don't they don't eat zinnias even. Now we I see it. I see that firebush sitting out there. Firebush is on our deer resistant list. But you say they eat it in your neighborhood? Oh boy, yeah, they do. <laughs> Stupid deer. Oh, you know <laughs> they what? don't read the deer resistant list. You know another list. another one is the uh, Esperanza. Both the hummingbirds and the butterflies like it, and that's yeah. a deer proof or deer resistant. Vitex, which is on sale. Yeah. That, that 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 has a lot of flowers. Yeah, and Vitex is just starting to bloom now. That's one of those hot weather bloomers, just like the Esperanza. In fact, we got and you know this Vitex is a Texas superstar. Um, but uh, the 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 uh, the write up on Vitex has a picture that I took of a of a I think it's monarch. A monarch butterfly on Vitex, so yeah, it's definitely a butterfly plant too, and hummingbird plant. And uh, getting back to the sale, I'm, I'm still excited about that. Them having uh, phalaenopsis orchids for Mother's Day. I used to send uh, or take some of those uh, to Tennessee for my uh, my mother and Mother's Day. We uh, the, the deal is if you, the blooms last so long, you can give them for Christmas and uh, and they'll make it all the way through uh, Valentine's and Mother's Day. And, uh, see, they last three months, three or four months. 
Mm-hmm. Ble- each bleach bloom does. And so... Uh, Did you know your Victoria red grape? The Victoria red grape is has finally made it to the nursery, and they're on sale. So if you're looking for a disease-resistant... Uh, I'm, I'm talking about Pierce's disease, the one that kills most of the grape, and it's from Victoria... I was tested mainly in Victoria. That's why they call it Victoria Red. And it's uh, Pierce's disease resistance, and uh, they've been trying to get some. Melberger's has been trying to get some in for months, and uh, they're in two gallons regularly, $30, and now $25. So uh, if you're looking for a good grape to go on an arbor, and and the fruit is just beautiful. <clears throat> as well as delicious to eat. And uh, so uh, the Victoria Red grape is is here. And, uh, of course, they one of my favorite uh, hollies, Bird, Dwarf Burford hollies, 50% off. And uh, so those of you who want to plant a landscape, plant around your, uh, have low shrubs for around your landscape, Again, I've got Burford holly along with my Yopon, dwarf Yopon holly uh, that were planted uh, 40 years ago. And, uh, and, and they're still staying small. The dwarf Burford is in more shade. Uh, it's not in more shade, but it's, it's gotten taller, like I said, five, five feet tall now after 40 years. Yeah, I hate those fast-growing plants. Like yeah, that. yeah. But uh, and Greg, Greg harasses you because you don't prune it every. Yeah, day. every every time he comes, to Greg Grant. Every time he comes to visit, you'd have to use a uh, you'd have to use a razor if you played, you know, and yeah, just skim yeah. off. <laughs> no, he wants me to cut it down into the. See, you know, it's like all all plants when they get that tall, they have the foliage at the top, yeah. and then bare wood down the shade the shade underneath then. so I, I, again uh, and neil spare brings this up in his column today he's he's talking about um uh, 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 on, on his questions and answers he, he, somebody is talking about cutting something back and uh trying to get it to regrow and uh he's he's saying it will regrow but it'll be slow and you're probably better off to uh, just re- you're janking, yank them out of there and replant. And I guess I, I'll have to do that one of these days. I imagine once Greg comes what, to visit, he'll... Another 10, 12 years. He, he'll cut them down, too. All right, 308-8867 is our number. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 308-8867. When we come back... The Top Tomato Contest is just about a month away. We'll tell you what's coming up. You scheduled it, and you didn't tell us about it? (laughs) He's sneaking around doing all this stuff. I just found out about it. So uh, (laughs) we'll tell you more about that coming up in just a second. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. Live from the Butterfly Garden here at Millburgers. Uh, This is Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Milton 
Hamburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Summer in San Antonio means color in San Antonio yards. How's your yard looking? Could it use a little bit of color? I can help you with that. How about a little bit of yellow? You need some? Let me tell you what I got. Come on over here. I got Theralis on sale right now with its beautiful yellow flowers amongst a dark green foliage for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. You cannot beat the beautiful Gold Star Esperanza. Its beautiful golden yellow bell-shaped flowers are absolutely wonderful, attracting hummingbirds and butterflies, and you'll love it for just $19.88 in the 12-inch pot. Can I get you something in the purple, maybe? How about Vitex, Texas Lilac, also known as Mexican Lavender or Chase Tree? You've seen them blooming around San Antonio right now. And in the five-gallon container, they're just sixteen eighty-eight. And be sure to check out the Texas Star Hibiscus over at Mill Burgers with a profusion of red or white flowers. It'll bloom all summer, and it's fourteen eighty-eight. All these at Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Nature lovers in San Antonio and Central Texas are very fortunate. Nature is all around us, and we have the opportunity to fill our world with birds, butterflies, and more. And guess what? It's easier than you think with the help of Wild Birds Unlimited. How? Wild Birds Unlimited nature stores can help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. Whether you're a novice or an expert, Wild Birds Unlimited makes nature wishes come true. Let's say you want a feeder that attracts a certain bird or one that keeps squirrels away. Maybe you just want to sit back and watch the playful squirrels at the feeder. Wild Birds will help you create the perfect backyard nature sanctuary. What else will you find at Wild Birds Unlimited? Just unique items for the nature enthusiast. You'll find binoculars, wind chimes, tilly hats, carved canes, art for the home, and more. Wild Birds Unlimited Nature Stores with three San Antonio and Shirts locations like Northwest Military at Hebner Road or call 479-BIRD. That's 479-B-I-R-D. One, two, three, four. San Antonio is Military City, USA. At 9.30 a.m., The Answer is proud to be a part of the tradition with Military City USA Radio Saturday mornings at 0800 hours. You'll hear from members of our active military, military civilians, and our veterans who have contributed to the brave history of our military. Military City USA Radio, Saturdays at 0800 hours on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love, However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com, W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R, LawFirm.com. Hugh Hewitt explains the next step in the Russia fiasco. You can't indict a sitting president. That's the weight of scholarly opinion. There's also a quite a lot of scholarly opinion. You can't even obstruct an FBI investigation as opposed to a prosecution or a grand jury. So it's all just stuck in a cul-de-sac until Bob Mueller comes. Because Comey can't just keep going back up and testify and testify and testify. And so I think it's done until we hear from Mueller. But the president is in peril, and he's got to be careful. The Hugh Hewitt Show. Weekday mornings at 5, right before Mike Gallagher at 8 on 930 AM. The Answer. 
Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM. The answer, 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Trace and Jerry are talking to each other. I bet we're going to get Trace on the line in just a moment. I'll tell you about the Top Tomato Contest coming up, and then we'll talk to Bud. Uh, Top Tomato Contest. I wonder what annual Top Tomato Contest in Salad Bowl uh, contest this is. I'm trying to remember how long we've been doing this. Uh, but that's uh, coming up on June 17th here at Mill Burgers. There are two divisions, cherry and smaller, and then regular size tomatoes. And then, of course, there's the biggest tomato based on weight, which could get you a $100 Mill Burgers gift certificate and a best of show champion as well. And the, all the information is on millburgernursery.com, but it's coming up. So, uh, and just for entering the contest. Ready for this? You'll get a $10 gift certificate, no redeemable way. on the day of the contest only. But that'll encourage you just a little bit. I know there are some shy tomato growers out there. So I was just wondering how you could have cherry and smaller. Is there smaller <laughs> than cherry? Yes. <laughs> yes, just itty bitty. Okay. Um, hey, yeah, it's supposed to be cherry and small. And small. Oh, and did I small. say smaller? No, sorry. Oh, did you say smaller? And smaller. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, well, already. And after all, he's an English major. Yes. I don't know. All right, 308-8867. Well, smaller than yeah. 968. Bud's on the line. Oh, wait, wait, sorry, Bud. Hang on a sec. Uh, Trace, what's going on here today? And what's Well, it's a, a beautiful day. We've got lots of color. And there's there's been a lot of shopping for tomorrow. Mother's Day is oh, tomorrow. Yeah. And we've got the color plants that uh, that you've got to give to Mama. You can't forget her. I've always said it's. I think it's better to give a rose plant, a blooming rose plant, than a bouquet of roses, which doesn't last very long. That's right. I, I like that idea, and we've got a beautiful selection of knockout roses, um, and we still have some of the hybrids left too. <clears throat> yeah, we're sitting in the roses. They're they're all to our right, and they're absolutely gorgeous. Um, and I do think a butterfly attracting plant is appropriate for uh, for Mother's Day. Go ahead. So um, tie that into this little thing going on out here. But and, you, and there's some we talked about a whole butterfly garden as a neat Mother's Day project. But uh, if you're looking for a, just a single kind of interesting plant, I, I agree the knockout roses look good. But you know, it'd be fun, Jerry. Would be a porterweed. Yeah, just plant some porter weeds around in your yeah. flower bed. And because, uh, uh, you know, I can just see the grandmother or mother. Um, you better watch your grandma. To... She might pull it out as a weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Porter weed. Uh. <laughs> but, uh, you know, what? what's another name for it? Uh, snake weed? Or... <laughs> no, but it's a, it's a really interesting uh, plant. Uh, and the butterflies love it. So if you've never, if you've never seen them or considered them, it's worth a trip just to see the the purple version, which is taller, and then the red dwarf version. Very attractive, interesting plants. And interesting plants. Trace, what what happened since last uh, Sunday when we were here? That that now that poor tree next to the. Uh, did y'all try port- it out? We have not hugged the tree yet. No. Right, y'all y'all cannot leave today till you hug that tree. Okay. And so uh, I'll give you some guesses afterwards, the, the voices that are in there. Ah, 
The tree talks to you? It does talk. Okay. And uh, I I refer to it as furring or uh, barking. <laughs> oh, barking. Uh, but it does talk to you. Okay. Very cool. That'd be fun. So uh, if anybody wants an interesting uh, experience at the nursery, there's a big sign over by the two-story that says, Hug Me. And you definitely can hug this tree. Good. Cool. All right. Should we help this gentleman real quick? Oh, okay. He wins. He needs trace. All right. 308-8867. 308-8867. Bud is on the line. Hey there, Bud. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? I'm doing fairly well. Thank you so much. Uh, I have at least two very specific questions about um, tomato seeds. Uh, I cut okay. open... I cut open a tomato yesterday and I said, oh, yeah, I need to take some of these seeds. So with a spoon, I uh, spooned out, you know, the jelly parts, and they've got fibers on it and so forth. Put them in a bowl and um, put a lot of water in it and massaged them around real gently with my fingers. Got a lot of the uh, fluff off of them. The gel uh, off, yeah. Yeah, the gel. And the fibrous fluff. There was some fibrous fluff in there, too. Uh, okay. Put, put them in another bowl, uh, went through that procedure again, gently massaging them around. I say, hey, these things are pretty clean now. So I uh, spooned them out onto a uh, uh, paper towel. Okay. And got them separated. And I said, okay, now I just need to let these things uh, dry on this paper towel, and then I can handle each one, which I did this morning. Now, I noticed as I was taking them off the paper towel, you know, they still had some of the uh, the juices from the jail, yeah. So, so they're yeah. kind of stuck on the paper towel. Uh, yeah. When I... He'll eat, he'll eat a pellet grain, and it's in that. <laughs> and then it goes out of the horse and into the pasture. <laughs> it's it's I, I, absolutely... It's confusing. It's why would they? Why would they feed a herbicide to, to the horse? Well, what he's saying is that it has a, a chemical because nature. Because it's a multiplier. It, the, the poops of the, are, are the application. The urine the, and the poop puts it off spreads it out oh lord yeah but yeah, it's it still actually, it doesn't it, spread it out in much of a concentration does it not well, much that's what he's saying seven what? times okay no i meant in yeah. terms of so it's, it's so what it does is what once it hits the ground in the 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 actual grass it multiplies seven eight times oh, so you figure okay, well. even if they don't spray it on it still works as a herbicide on the ground and this is just a crazy situation. They put it in grain. 
I, I don't get it in the higher end grain. So they're paying for it. So when y'all go out and buy feed and for your horses, you just make sure it does not have a Dow chemical, that product in there, like a Grazon or something. You need to look in there and see it's if it's in the chemical process in there. It should be on there. But, yeah, it's another nightmare. So we're fighting it and worrying it, trying to get people to stop. So we've actually pulled all of our horse manures in and just putting in it in basically a four-way product that will just go into landscape plants and go into just basically um, uh, grass lawn dressing because I can't take the fact that it's going to hurt vegetable growers and stuff like that. All right. Have you so, have you had actually have you had actually incidents where where that happened? The damage. Um. The vegetables? Yeah, it's it, it it very little. But the problem is just when you've got two, 3,000 horses coming in and out of places and you've got different things, it's impossible to figure out where it comes from. You can't, you can't set, you point it to that. And then you've got different, everybody feeds different stuff throughout the year through their stuff. So I don't, we haven't really, I couldn't say which grain it's in or what because we just started and we've kind of gone on it, but it's been regenerated in the market. And, um, how did you like hear about old, it? Because of the fact that we've uh, we've tested it and figured out there's some horses that have it and where it came from, and then we looked it up on some of the registries. So we just don't want to be we want to be and want to make sure that the fact that um, we don't put it in um, vegetable growing products. Okay. So uh, we've done some testing. We've done some testing on it, but we can't. It's in the millions, but it's 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 possible to test fresh stuff. So we can't like item. We can't say, oh, it's in this batch or it's in this. You know, it's where this horse came. It's where this people sprayed. It's actually being fed to the grain through the grain. So that horse oh. didn't have have that stuff for seven days in their system, and then pee and poop on. Um, fiber and then it just multiplies and then as the heating process goes in the compost that stuff grows so as it gets hot outside and it poops on the grass and pees on the grass it does the same process it grows it might do a three by three area and then through the heat of the summer and all that it might do a hundred feet area and if they're constantly pooping and peeing Next thing you know, the whole field's done. Hmm. So it's all it's, weird. It's bad. It's serious. Hey, so, so we need to we need to run to break here. So um, okay. So you're located right there on Lookout Road, just about a quarter mile right. outside of 1604. Check them out on QualityOrganicProducts.com. Have a good Easter, Todd. All right, guys. Y'all Bye, too. Todd. Thanks. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you can give us a call at 308-8867, 308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. More in a moment. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on The Answer. We're back.
answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, and uh, we're here to talk gardening with you. You give us a call at 308-8867. Al is on the line. Hi there, Al. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Good. What's going on? I uh, planted a mountain laurel, about five-foot mountain laurel, about a month ago, and the leaves are falling off. Oh, how much are you watering it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Um, I watered it at the beginning, didn't water it for about ten days, and now I've started watering again. Okay, are you, um, is that, we're, we're pursuing two kind of a parallel course here. It can be too little water. Is the water at the base? Do you water yes. at the base, or how do you water? Yes, base. The other option is Texas mountain laurel is notorious for not not liking poor drainage and, and watering, I mean, excessive watering. It's not staying soggy, is it? No. Okay, that would be, I, w- I think I would dig a little bit around there and just to make sure that the root ball mm-hmm. is moist. Yeah, okay. a mountain laurel would have to get mighty dry to drop leaves. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, so, you know, if it's I a low, low spot or if it's getting too much water. Oh, well, you're mm-hmm. you getting rainwater. It, 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 yeah. no, no drainage off the house, is there? No. No. Okay. It's rained enough, I thought. Uh well, but, uh, when, you, when you plant a plant like that and you've got a limited root system, regardless, well, unless we get, you know, an inch or two of rain, uh, you need you need to water it for I see. about a month or so. Okay. But uh, I, I wouldn't give up on it as being dead. Now, when you planted it, you, you planted it, you didn't break the root ball or anything? No. No. Did not. Hello. And he's back. Yep, you're, he, Jerry had a question for you. Yeah, I said when you were planting it, were you careful not to break the root ball? You just took it out I, of. The... Yes, uh, the root ball is intact. Good. Okay. But take it. Just take your shovel and dig around the edge and just make sure that root ball. Isn't okay. drier than a bone. Right. And that, okay. That's what it would take. And then, like Jerry says, all you have to do is renew that. As long as it's well drained, you just water that base and it should perk up. Now, when did you plant it? About a month ago. A month ago. Yeah. Okay. When you when you dig around it, whether you if if it's dry as a bone, the the root ball it's really dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and and dig it up. It shouldn't have rooted in by now, and put it in a bucket of water. So soak it. Okay. And then replant it. Wow. How long do I wait before I replant it? Uh, after you soak it, you can replant it right after you soak it. So you don't. Okay. Yeah, then you don't but, have to but wait. But see, it's in sphagnum peat, and and a lot of times if it, if it's dried out severely. Uh, then uh, we want to get it soak, get it to soak up the water. That, that, that a lot of times that potting mix won't uh, soak up the water, especially if it's I an older see. plant. How big is the five foot? 
five footer. Yeah, so it's going to be a little heavy. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but, but all right, all right, if it's gonna to be too heavy, I, I was thinking of a smaller plan. Yeah, just do your your little dig around the edge, one edge, and then you can you pour can the water pour, directly pour water on it. Yeah, just Got like it. it's keep it running until it fills. Right. Okay. Okay. I I, I think it'll relief. All right. Okay. Good luck. I know Thank that'll you. be a relief to you. No ah! kidding. No kidding. <laughs> Okay, guys. Thank you. They're good plants. Thanks. You take care. 308-8867 is our number. 308-8867. And Robin is on the line. Hi, Robin. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing great. Happy Easter to everybody. Happy Easter to you. Hey, I've got a gardenia that did fine for the last two years, bloomed around Mother's Day. And then this year, it started blooming sporadically early. I got my first blooms last week. And then now all of a sudden, I'm getting some buds that are turning black. And right. the leaves... The, the flowers are, are turning, the petals are turning black. Yep. Is, that, is that what you said? Robin, did we lose you? Uh-oh. Okay, I think Robin got cut off. Yeah, Robin, call us right back. 308-8867, I'm thinking of thrips. Yeah, thrips are like bad, especially around on the flowers. And uh, a lot of times that'll turn the petals black and are uh, dark and they'll fall off. So uh, that would be my guess as to what what the what the problem with the flowers are and she just wants to be careful she doesn't fertilize the heck out of it or yeah. water differently hey we got robin back at 308 hey robin sorry we got cut off there for a second what's going on again? yes i heard well i heard you say thrips um the buds are turning black and some yeah. of the leaves are mottly and turning yellow that's that's thrips. Oh uh, you you can you can use a a, thir- a, a spinosad. Okay. A spinosad product and spray the uh, spray the uh, the buds because they're they are they're all all around the buds and okay. they do the damage before the bud actually opens. We're back with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. with Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Gardening, South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I apologize for the first hour. Uh, we were having a, a little more technical difficulty, so we got it all figured out, I think. Can we talk for a second? We'll yeah, you know, our, our programs are so good. 
And we get a lot of requests for people to apply them over again. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's basically what we're doing. Is that it? <laughs> All right. I think Charles is buying that. Was, yes, he is. Was that that somebody? Oh, I was wondering about that person that was hollering at us for not having the show going. That was not. <laughs> that was Charles. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see. Uh, but anyway, we've had the tomato contest. Yep. And uh, y'all want to talk about that real quick, and I'll get you hooked up with headphones and stuff. Okay. I've got the winners in my in my hand right now. We had uh, first place regular large was David Eastman with a Beefmaster, and the second place uh, large, which I was uh, uh, Josh Bingham, and he had a Rodeo Tomato, the eighteen eighteen twenty three. HM eighteen twenty three. So yeah. it it was a big nice yeah. tomato, and he had a uh, had a good display there. And uh, well, it's, uh, that the Beefmaster certainly surprises me that it was. Yeah, but uh, David David every year does those Beefmasters, and he seems to be the only one that can <laughs> grow them in a competitive ma- manner. But yeah, uh, and and. Uh, Beef Beefmaster is an improved approved uh, beef steak, you know. It's an improved. It's it's a nematode resistant to tomato, that uh, and a, a smoother tomato than uh, its mother was beef steak. And uh, is it what? Is it semi determinate or is it? Uh, no, it's it's. I don't know if it's semi-determinant or not. I always thought of it as being one of those that beef steak grew was. and grew and grew. Beefsteak was. Uh, the was, mother. Yeah. Was what? Was, was uh, a grew indeterminate. Oh, indeterminate. Okay, yeah. That's that's why I thought we kind of avoided them. Uh, yes. Because they... Uh, well, people you know, people like Beefmaster because it is nematode resistant and it... Uh, has a smoother tomato than well, the beefsteak. Yeah, and if you garden in the north, you see them yeah, a lot, yeah, too, yeah. So get used to them. But uh, obviously so, they had some uniform tomatoes there. And who? how did, uh, what was the biggest? Uh, the biggest was, uh, the uh, largest tomato was Big Zach uh, Santos, and uh, it weighed... One pound, twelve ounces. Awesome, that's pretty good. Although I'm not familiar with uh, the Big Zach. Are you familiar with that variety? No, never heard okay. of it. But uh, the grand champion uh, was uh, HMA twenty eighteen twenty three. Oh, good. So how how did it get to be the grand cha- champion without being the number one? Well, that's. That's the judges. That's the oh. discrepancy of the judges. Huh. Uh, sometimes second place can uh, can be that too. And the best salad bowl was uh, O L E G. How do you pronounce that? Oleg. Oleg uh, V. Voron and Voronin. V O R O N I N. Veronin. How do you pronounce that? And what uh, did it yeah, say? the best salad bowl. I don't know which one that was. I bet it was that one with the chili patines. Yeah. Now, there were some nice. There that weren't a lot good. of them. That, uh, as we mentioned, 
That is an area where you you got a real good chance of uh, yeah. scoring. Yeah. If you got a, a you know typically productive garden, what what, what did we see? We saw cucumbers. Um, what else was in that squash? Squash. Uh, were there green beans? I didn't. I don't remember. I didn't any. see I didn't any, see but any. Uh, um, but uh, it had some green oh crops. peppers. Yeah, a lot of peppers. Yeah, peppers. Peppers. Yeah. So that that. Keep that in mind, um, that, that that would be a good category to participate in. Do both, do the next time around, I guess it'll be a year from now, do the uh, tomatoes and then have have the salad bowl too. Yeah. And have a really good chance. A lot of nice prizes, $50 gift certificates and $75 gift oh, certificates. Yeah. Everybody that participated got a $10 uh certificate so and it was a lot of fun a lot of folks here um jerry yeah. i was wa- i was watching remember in the old days when we did all that the judging a lot of years and you kind of watch the yeah eyes of the and the same thing was here you know kind of like i can't <laughs> believe they passed up this in favor of that <laughs> Well, I think David gave a, David Rodriguez gave a little explanation uh, there at the end why why they why they placed them the way they placed them, and he he's done a lot of those a lot of shows, so he it does a pretty good job usually, except last year he screwed up last year. But uh, anyway, the uh, he 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 I don't know if he judges the children's garden or not. But they have a have a big contest out there uh, every year. Both I, th- I think both spring and fall they they have a uh, show that uh, that they have somebody judge. But uh, anyway, that one pound twelve ounce uh, big Zach was a big one. Uh, believe it or not, the uh, the second in weight was. Uh, 1823, 1823, I think, was a rodeo tomato. Well, that's good, yeah. I think, you know, we've had a few folks mention that they didn't like the taste of the 1823, and then uh, some people have had trouble with uh, blossom end rot. But in my garden, and I think people in the audience can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think most gardens has performed really well. Yeah, yeah, I think it it was fat. I mean, it was like one of the first in my garden to produce i was trying to remember what uh, tycoon was was uh close on the uh uh about the same time as tycoon started producing yeah did you have any one pound tomatoes on that thing oh i think i had one pounders yeah did you okay yeah and i don't know that i uh, i was trying to think of i don't i don't know that i had uh had lots I think I had lots that were about one pound, but I don't know yeah. that I had much bigger than that. Okay, well, that's... Yeah. Oh, on the 1823? Yeah. Yeah. A few on there, but, of course, most most of the really large ones I had were on Red Deuce and and Tycoon. Yeah, Tycoon was... Yeah. Uh, I was questioning whether Tycoon won anything, but they said they only had one Tycoon entry. I'll be darn, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we got to next year. We got to talk I think, about that. I think they had some big tycoons entered in the heaviest contest. 
the largest tomato. We got to, and I think Milton tried to do this a little this year. What's that? Ask everybody that was talking about growing tomatoes to participate. Yeah. Next year, I think we got to be a little more. We got to push a little bit more because we got we had lots and lots of tomatoes produced this year, and we had a good good representation here, but. Some of our favorite varieties we know are performing pretty well didn't didn't yeah. show up. So maybe next year we'll make sure Milton will figure out some kind of strategy to to get well, people to yeah participate. This was kind of a strange year. Yeah, that's what uh, because uh, they started so early. You know, uh, yeah. everybody put their plants in early. Well, you can't win. And I guess. and so the show was a little bit late because everybody here that entered. Showed pictures of cabinets full of tomatoes, like like you. Yeah. Uh, Buckets. You know, you you've already picked a hundred pounds of tomatoes, probably, uh, and so and usually the first tomatoes are your biggest, uh, prettiest tomatoes. Yeah, that's that's true. I mean, so, less less bird pressure, less uh, stink bug pressure. Yeah. Uh, some people are starting to see spider mites now. So. Oh yeah, big time. So, and uh, but last year we had it too early. You remember we had yeah. it too early last can't year. Can't win. But I think Jerry, we, I think I, think we can feel pretty comfortable declaring this was another good rodeo tomato I selection. I think so too. Uh, it's competitive in a lot, all the ways that we uh, like to find our tomatoes. Um, now, now, Calvin brought in some uh, Tasty Lee, and we've tasted them a couple of times. Uh, good, but the, not special. Is yeah, my yeah. That, that's, that's what I came with. Uh, they they had a good tomato flavor, mm-hmm. but uh, they they put so much put so much. Uh, Emphasis on the uh, the. You uh, kind of expected more, and they're the color too. They're medium large. Yeah. Not as big as Red Deuce or Tycoon, but uh, pretty pretty nice size too. Yeah, medium size. Yeah. And uh, good for good for slicing, but. Um, so what are we going to do for fall? That's coming up pretty quick, thirty days. Gosh. Should we start thinking about well we've gotta plant the seed now. Yeah, no, so we are we are we So what are we recommending, Calvin? Uh, I don't know. I you know, I I think we we've been a little spoiled. We've had huge everything has responded really well, but yeah. I, but I think we ought to have that basic recommendation, those fast uh, uh maturing. Oh, the Roma, the Roma yeah, the Roma surprise. surprise. I don't know if we have Surefire. No, I, don't, uh, I think we're out of seed of that. Okay. Uh, BHA. Now, I think 1823 probably merits. I think so, too. Because it was quick. And then Tycoon, of course, uh, Red Red Deuce and Celebrity. Um, but uh, well, oh, we're, what, we're, uh, we're running out of Tycoon seed. Running out? We're, no Who's more that? Tycoon seed. Yeah. So... So I don't know. I, we know it's a heat setter because it's proven itself for the last two or three years as a heat setter. Uh, uh, we really hadn't had 1823 in the heat. Yeah. But a uh, test. So it'll, it'll, we, we should test it. But I don't think. Because the, of the good flavor yeah. and the good quality of fruit, I, 
I've been eating some. Uh, I've been comparing 1823 to tycoon, and uh, one thing I've noticed is uh, the small stem scar it has compared to tycoon. You know, tycoon has a fairly big uh, stem uh-huh. scar where the tomatoes attached to the. That's to the true. Plant. When you're, I was noticing Judy was cutting it for yeah. sandwiches and cooking. There's there's a big, right. relatively big rind that's left, whereas on the 1823 is not. Not. Now, I don't think the Lavaca's merits. Uh, uh, well, it, we again we had some people that uh, you don't have a surefire. Maybe we do yeah, need a love, you know, middle Lavaca. size. But uh, the uh, the of course we didn't have we didn't have any on the market this spring. But uh, one thing that this show uh, demonstrated was how pretty the uh, uh, celebrity were this year. I mean they were they were beautiful on display. Yeah. And uh, several several samples from several gardeners, and uh, they they looked really good. So uh, again, that celebrity is hanging in there. Did you want to come on the air and ask your question? Okay. All right. Hang on one sec. Here we go. We'll give you the microphone, and you'll be on the air, and these guys can hear you. What's going on? I didn't mean to interrupt. You're okay. You're on the air. What's question going? is, I want to find out what's the best uh, gr- uh, yard grass to put in. Basically, well, it's got hot sun in the morning and shade in the afternoon. How many uh, hours? And it's on a slope. It's on a slope. Yeah, steep slope. Uh, I think, I think Bermuda's got to probably got to be the on that slope. Well, I, I should I should call it. Uh, no, <laughs> Bermuda won't work because my wife don't want it. She wants a type of San Augustine, but there's what five or six types. We had it there before, and it did good until just... Obviously, drought. it didn't go, do good permanently. Right. It's not there anymore. Right. Uh, yeah, the drought hit, and I wasn't available to take care of it. And Well, the know. best, there's two varieties that we're recommending that perform, have the best drought capabilities and disease and pest resistance. One is Floritam, and then uh, there the, is there this new... Uh, what, Milton, you remember what the PJ, uh, PJ FJ Father F, F, it's FJ. If you remember the Father Father's Day FJ. The problem is that we're having is, can't get it fine. Yeah, we we don't have a good supply of of uh, of, of those grasses that he's talking about. So you almost have to take what you can get. Uh, <laughs> I I guess we should ask you know, what's available, but. Uh, uh, I, what? Is there any? <laughs> that's so. Uh, it's a typical. Cut? It's a typical turf grass situation. Yeah. Here. There's, Have you, there's nothing perfect, and the and the ones that we've found the that perform the best in that kind of stressful, challenging position, we're running into supply problems. Jerry, is it a question of just? Yeah, it's a supply problem. So floor tam doesn't come from around here? That All the grasses uh, that we sell come from uh, Bay City, around Bay City, okay. down, down toward the coast. And it's under, it's a, it's a grass that's high demand because of its performance. I guess 
appearance-wise, it's not always the favorite. But, yeah. But if you can, you might want to explore with Milburgers and see what, what the floor tam. You have you gotten a recent report? Yeah, the l- l- most recent report is that they're having trouble getting it. Having trouble. <laughs> so you might you might have to settle. What about what, what about the Zorzia? What, uh, does that look too much I, like Bermuda for your wife? Well, well, I tried it and it, it didn't work. I don't know what what variety I put in or had put in, but it didn't last either. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be tough. I mean, the, the that's why the I you know if I was betting, I'd bet the one that'll last is Bermuda grass. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Because it can put up with the, you know, on a slope, when it's 100 degrees, there's no way you can get enough water. <laughs> yeah. And Bermuda grass can kind of retreat and uh, go into a little dormancy, and then when it catches up, there's, uh, even the best San Augustine grasses, that's pretty tough. And Zoysia is the same way. Zoysia right. takes as much water as San Augustine if it's going right. to stay green. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, we found that out too. Yeah, uh, Zoysia is my favorite, but it, it's it is it's not it's not the easiest grass to grow. Okay. Um, is there a particular season that Floortown might be more available? I, I believe it'll be later on there this fall. It'd be available. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do yeah do, do your Jerry got a re- pretty recent report, but also check in with who. Would Claudette know all that, Jerry? Who who should he talk yeah, to? Yeah, or, or Trace. Yeah, Claudette or Trace. Just, yeah, and just get yeah. a get a feel what what when they're expecting it. Would would Floor Tam do as a um, sprig, like to to cut up small amounts and and sprig around and? It, that's the way it was originally sold. That and that's in a. That's gonna it, take it's, water. It's amazing though. when in in a flat. Relatively, where you got oh. access to water, uh-huh. I'd be a little nervous about doing it on a southern Steep. slope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Even even Floritan is tough as it. I guess though the competition, there wouldn't be much competition there. Would no, there? no. How do you water it? Sprinkler. Sprinkler works all right. Huh? Uh-huh. Hey, do me a favor. Let's let's continue this in just a second. We've got to take a break. So okay. hang on. You don't have to leave or anything. Right. I just want to take a break. All right. Our phone number is 308-8867. 308-8867. We're going to take a break and come back in just a moment. You're listening to Milberger's Gardening South Texas. Look. I can hear the music, so it's time to go to break. Be back right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Summer in San Antonio means color in San Antonio yards. How's your yard looking? Could it use a little bit of color? I can help you with that. How about a little bit of yellow? You need some? Let me tell you what I got. Come on over here. I got the Rallis on sale right now with its beautiful yellow flowers amongst a dark green foliage for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. You cannot beat the beautiful Gold Star Esperanza. Its beautiful golden yellow bell-shaped flowers are absolutely wonderful, attracting hummingbirds and butterflies, and you'll love it for just $19.88 in the 12-inch pot. 
Can I get you something in the purple, maybe? How about Vitex, Texas Lilac, also known as Mexican Lavender or Chase Tree? You've seen them blooming around San Antonio right now. And in the five-gallon container, they're just sixteen eighty-eight. And be sure to check out the Texas Star Hibiscus over at Mill Burgers with a profusion of red or white flowers. It'll bloom all summer, and it's fourteen eighty-eight. All these at Mill Burgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. Looking for a fun and free family outing this summer? Don't miss Movies by Moonlight. Each Tuesday evening in June and July at Travis Park downtown, 9.30 a.m. The Answer in the city of San Antonio. Invite you to join us each week for a great family movie. This week, catch Space Jam. Pre-entertainment starts at 7.30 and the movie starts at dusk. Movies by Moonlight. Tuesday evenings at Travis Park. Sponsored by Dave and Buster's. University Health System. Incredible Pizza Company. And Cricket Wireless. I don't get why so many people still have old school home security systems. Meet Ryan, a police officer, not an actor. Expensive contracts, false alarms, easy to disable. I wouldn't own one. Like so many officers, Ryan chose Blink Home Security. Blink got home security right. They're discreet, super affordable video cams you install yourself in minutes. They're wireless and run on two batteries that last two years. Blink is motion activated so when it detects something in or around my home, it sends a video alert to my smartphone. If it's a threat, I call 911. And Blink's live feed option is total peace of mind. It lets me check in on my smartphone from anywhere. So I know when my kids get home, doors are locked, everything's code for. Cameras start at just $99. Order now and get 10% off at BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. Officer endorsement compensated. Dell Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Don't forget, next Saturday, June 24th, is one of Millburgers free gardening classes, Birds of Prey at Millburgers. To reserve your spot for this free event, call 497-3760 or go to millburgernursery.com for more information. Welcome back to Bill. No, you're okay, Trace. Welcome back to Bill Burger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Trace is up on the porch with us, and uh, we'll talk about a couple different things here. One, you want to start off with what's happening next weekend, or you want to start off with the plant of the weekend? Plant of the weekend. Okay. Gotcha. So, there you go. Uh, it's uh, most people are familiar with coral vine, or another name is uh, Queen's Crown. Right. So. Over the years, there's been numerous cutters. Uh, it was a real pale pink at first, and then now they've got this uh, reddish color one. I got a hold of some white ones. And they're pure white. They are gorgeous when they're blooming. So uh, coral vine is a, a perennial vine, so it freezes down to the ground, comes back out again Thank every goodness. year. And it's a very <laughs> vigorous grower. 
The bloom comes out like a cluster of grapes is the best description. It dangles down just like that, and these should be a white bloom. And I think the, I think the white and the red are more reasonable to grow. Well, I take that back. Some, in some situations, the pink, if you got something you really need to be covered up or you need an aggressive grower, the pink will take care of it. But the red and the white are a little more, they're not quite going to take over the neighborhood. So I've got about a dozen, and they are eight ninety nine, and they're pretty. The uh, butterflies love them. Yeah, hummingbirds and love bees. Them. Bees. That's another issue, though. I think they've grown a foot since they've been here. Have they? Oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and they uh, they love full sun, but they're versatile too. They'll find the sun. Yeah, I've seen some real nice situations where they're half day sun, but uh, yeah, the more sun, the more blooms definitely. And uh, the need to mix that white in with the other colors. Yeah. Because it, it really makes the white stand out. It does. Me. Especially that pure that pure white. Hey, um, so, what, so what, how much are they and how do we, how many do you have? I've got a dozen of them and oh, they wow, are just a dozen? Wow, it's a great price. Okay, so um, here's a scoop. You can come by and get them today. Ask for the plant of the weekend, white coral vine, right? White coral vine. And, uh, or Millburgers does this, and it works out great. We have lots of people that do this. Call 497-3760, 497-3760, and say, I want the white coral vine I heard them talking about on the radio. Put aside three, four, one, two, whatever you want. And uh, they'll hold them for you. So if you want to come by tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday, uh, you have that time leisure. But if this uh, kind of perked up your ears, then, uh, yeah, just uh, give them a call, and they'll set some aside for you. We, every weekend someone does. So uh, don't be shy, 497-3760. And coral vine's not subtle. It's a, if you got a, well, where I've seen it really used, like if you got a, a, a old shed or something you want to get, yeah. get covered, it really looks nice and it just makes it. Spectacular, hard to hard to beat it in terms of blue. Oh, chain link impact. fence. Yeah, yeah. Ch- chain link fence is my favorite. Yeah, and we do have pink. Don't get me wrong. So, uh, you know, white white is gorgeous. But if you want pink, I do have that in bigger containers. And you got machetes too, in case you get the pink. Right? I do have machetes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You got it all covered. <laughs> I do. So four nine seven three seven six zero, or just come on by. That's obviously the easier way, easiest way. Speaking of, this is a segue. Ready for this? Speaking of 497-3760, that's the number to call to make your reservation for next week's kids' gardening class here at Millburgers. Would you like that? That was pretty good. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. So, Trace, tell us what that one's going to be. And, and uh, Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what it's going to be. It's the birds of prey. Oh, that's right. Are coming okay. again. Now, I will tell you, and Trace will verify this, this one's popular. This one is. So if you want your kiddos to enjoy this, it's absolutely free. But call and make your reservations on this one so your name is on the list. Because when they fill up, they, uh, they, they, they're done. So there's lots of seating, but call 497-3760 and say, okay, we're going to be there. There's no cost. But you know, that way that uh, you're locked in. And, of course, birds of prey are fascinating. Kids like them. Adults like them. You may just have to find a kid to bring anyway so you can enjoy yes, it. That's, uh, <laughs> that's true. And this is, you know, we, uh, these programs that Millburgers put on, all of them have real high educational impact. But I think this is one of the, the ones that is most, mm-hmm. most impressive. It's fascinating yeah. to watch these birds fly around. Because they do let them fly around. Oh, yeah. Yeah, remember with, like, 
ten years ago. We couldn't keep the bugs. Yeah, yeah there was a there was a, there was a hawk that got irritated, so she just stayed out there for like two days, three days. Yeah, <laughs> it was amazing, and it just stayed in the same place. It it was odd. And we do not let Jerry get near the oh no. since that since that year he tried to. Get the uh, vultures to attack you and I. They just don't let him that do that anymore. Kept putting that that dead mouse on us. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just hold us for a second. Oh, while I go to the meat. Yeah. Uh-huh. We caught on eventually. Now yeah. y'all haven't given the time. The time okay. is from ten to eleven. Yes, and well worth it. And that's Saturday. Oh, it really is the twenty fourth. All right. So four nine seven three seven six zero. Uh, the number to call to make your reservations. Um, okay, cool. We're gonna. Uh, anything else you can think of? That was a very successful top tomato contest. Yeah, it was. Lots of nice people uh, who came out. I don't know the numbers because I was uh, busy trying to solve the technical issue. Uh, but yeah, it looks like some pretty tomatoes and um, very tasty tomatoes too. Uh oh. <laughs> so if we get complaints again this no, year man. that you've been eating, you uh, ate all. No, you're the one every, that ate all their tomatoes. Every, everybody signed off if they weren't here to pick it up. Oh, did they the really? Did you actually have them sign off? They were told. Okay, yeah. that's funny. And we had a couple of uh, suppliers that were in the in the contest that brought extras to cut up for us to all sample. Oh, that's sample, great. So that worked well. Well, listen, uh, we do it every year, so you can ch- We'll tell you again next time, but uh, the, uh, go to MillbergerNursery.com for details on this and other events. Jack is on the line. Let's see if we can't talk to Jack at 308-8867. My fingers are crossed. Jack, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Fine. Hopefully, I won't get kicked off. But uh, you gotcha. I have two things. One, I have a question about dipel dust. But before that, may I mention something about the coral vine? Sure. We, we have a west-facing uh, brick wall in our garage for our garage side of our garage, and about eight inches away from the wall, I put up uh, some uh, four by four, four post and put uh, the concrete wire across the side of it as a lattice work. Yeah, uh, the, the uh, coral vine fills the entire uh, length of our uh, uh, garage, and in the summertime uh, it it shades, and then of course in the wintertime it dies back. So you cut it back down to the ground and clear it out, and it gets the warmth, uh, so it keeps warmer in the winter and cooler in the summer. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Back. And it really doesn't once it's established, it really doesn't need to be watered that much on it. Now, yeah, no, uh, you don't have to water it at all. Yeah, uh, and uh, the bloom blooms. Con- yours bloom constantly, didn't it? I mean, from oh yeah, just constant. I, uh, as soon as, soon as the weather get the warm, warm till yeah. yeah uh, Jared, give me the red. I love that it died back, and we put some pink in to replace it. I'm glad to know y'all have they have the red and the white. My question has to do with dipel dust. Uh, I know BT doesn't last long on it, but on the dust. And I know some of this that I have, I think, that came from Wolf Nursery is probably too old. But uh, I have three containers of dipel dust, two are in the old uh, cylinder type and one that's in plastic. And I'm just concerned, uh, since cleaning out my, my shed and getting rid of the stuff taken to hazardous waste, and I uh, saw this, how long is that stuff good on, on the dipel dust now, the powder? Uh I, I, I used to talk. I used to talk to the people that uh, when dipel dust first came for, on the market, uh-huh. and uh, it seemed like they used to say not not over 
a year or a year and a half. Okay. I think because it all depends on how it's stored. Yeah. Yeah. And I, well, this, I think it easily makes three years, but one. Okay. Yeah. Beyond that, I've had some beyond that, and then it becomes. Yeah. Questionable. You don't. You never know if it's. You don't know how functional it is. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know. You don't know if it's killing half or, or not at all. Or, but, I. Yeah. I think. I think if it's. Uh, and and of course it depends on how. Um, how much you absolutely need it to control the caterpillars mm-hmm. on that particular plant. You could uh, try it. This this year they devastated stuff. On it. This was, this how was how bad, old is yours? Year for my garden, uh, my dipel is is old. <laughs> um, it's so over it, three years old. It, it, it's over three years old, so I'll get rid of it. I knew on the BT if it's I keep the BT uh, the liquid in 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 the house uh, um, in a dark, cool, dark spot, and I figure yeah. every year I have to replace it. But I just didn't know on the dipel dust on it. Okay, yeah, I really it appreciate it. I'll. I'll Thank y'all for calling in. Get some more for next time. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye now. Thanks, Audrey. Bye. All right. 308-8867. Thanks, Jack. 308-8867. Toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Can, is there somebody on nope. waiting? Did you have something you wanted to say? Yeah. The Gardening Essentials class, Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, who helped with the tomato contest, uh, they've got a class on Monday, June 19th, from noon to 3 p.m., and the first speaker is Luis Valdez. Uh, he's with the Alamo Orchid Society. And the topic of his presentation is You Can Grow Orchids in San Antonio. Uh, so he'll talk about Phalaenopsis and a lot of other varieties that are relatively easy to grow. Then speaker two, we have uh, Liz and Nick Campanella who are here Oh, my today. goodness. Yeah. The judges. Yeah. Their, their business is Uprooted Gardens, and they're gardening volunteers, of course. But they're going to talk about how to build a raised bed. Okay. Yeah, which is, a, you know, we, those of us that use raised bed, you do take it for granted. Everybody knows how to do it, but it's not true. There's easy ways, and there's hard ways, and effective ways. So noon to 3 p.m., it's at the San Antonio Garden Center. 3310 North New Braunfels, and you can, uh, uh, there's no charge. You can, uh, they encourage you to donate $5. Uh, there is also snacks and food and all the information you need about the Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. If you want to participate in an effective volunteer organization where you learn a lot, but it's not too demanding in terms of uh, continuing education credits or hours of volunteer service, you, you probably need to check out the GVST. The Jerry uses a, a strong crew for his uh, research program. Right. And uh, I Couldn't use Couldn't do it without them. Yeah, and I use uh, a lot of them help me in uh, various projects, including the Wilson County event and uh, planting uh, donated gardens and working working on nonprofit landscapes. So uh, great great group to work with. That's Monday from noon to 3 p.m., uh, the gardening essentials class at the Garden Center. 
right, 308-8867 is our number, 308-8867. Let's take a break, and while we do, why don't you give us a call, and we'll talk gardening with you at 308-8867. We've got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming right up, right here live from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road, your Father's Day headquarters. Dad has, there's something Dad wants here at Millburgers. You can get him a gift card if you don't want to worry about it. He'll come find something he likes. Back in a moment on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. Summer in San Antonio means color in San Antonio yards. How's your yard looking? Could it use a little bit of color? I can help you with that. How about a little bit of yellow? You need some? Let me tell you what I got. Come on over here. I got the Rallis on sale right now with its beautiful yellow flowers amongst a dark green foliage for just $16.88 in the three-gallon container. You cannot beat the beautiful Gold Star Esperanza. Its beautiful golden yellow bell-shaped flowers are absolutely wonderful, attracting hummingbirds and butterflies, and you'll love it for just $19.88 in the 12-inch pot. Can I get you something in the purple, maybe? How about Vitex, Texas Lilac, also known as Mexican Lavender or Chase Tree? You've seen them blooming around San Antonio right now. And in the five-gallon container, they're just sixteen eighty-eight. And be sure to check out the Texas Star Hibiscus over at Millburgers with a profusion of red or white flowers that'll bloom all summer, and it's fourteen eighty-eight. All these at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 and Boulevardy Road. One of the Ten Commandments says to honor your father and mother. And right now, I'd like to honor my father. He fought our country's battles as part of the greatest generation in World War II. He was brave, strong, and independent. And he retired right here in San Antonio, where for the last few years of his life, he fought his final battle called Alzheimer's. I'm so proud of my father. My name is Greg Perkins, and after my own service to our country and in honor of my father, I started a company called In-Home Senior Care. Since 1999, we have been providing peace of mind that gives the honor and dignity your parents deserve by helping them remain in the home of their memories and assisting them with day-to-day activities like meal preparation, bathing assistance, housekeeping, transportation, and companionship. Honor your father or mother today by calling 210-256-CARE. And in-home senior care can have a care specialist in your home today. InHomeSeniorCare.com. It's not just our name, it's what we do. In-Home Senior What are you doing, Bubba? I'm surprising Mom and Dad, dude. You know how this old tub of theirs is a hurdle to get in and out of? So I'm gonna unhurdle it. Make it their own walk-in shower. Uh, you might want to put on some goggles. They're gonna be surprised, all right, just like when you put that moonroof in their car. You're right. I should have asked first, but I'm gonna save them money. Let me tell you, Bubba, this is what's gonna happen next. We're gonna call Genie Bass Systems because they're gonna save thousands of dollars over the other guys. I'm still doing it. Plus, Genie Bass Systems has a special offer right now where Mom and Dad will get a free vanity Plus, they include the flooring here in the bathroom. I'm still doing it. And all of Genie Bass Systems products are made here in America. America? What's the number? Call Genie Bass Systems at 210-739-1372 and ask about the free vanity plus the bathroom flooring online at GenieBathSystems.com. All right, I'll call Genie Bass Systems, but I'm going to put a big screen above the shower so I don't miss any of my NASCAR. Bubba, you need to finally move out. GenieBathSystems.com. Dennis Prager here with an important message. We spend our whole lives taking care of those we love. However, statistics show that over half of all adults fail to have a will prepared. Giving the gift of a well-prepared estate plan is one of the most loving things you can do for those you care about. 
So let me introduce you to Charlie Weisinger with Weisinger Law Firm. Charlie is an estate planning attorney who takes the time to get to know you and your family and your goals and desires for them. Charlie makes the process simple. Most clients have a plan in place in as little as two visits. Give Charlie Weisinger and his staff at Weisinger Law Firm a call today. Your first consultation is free. Weisinger Law Firm is conveniently located one mile north of 1604 in Selma, Texas. You can reach him at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800. Or online at WeisingerLawFirm.com. W-E-I-S-I-N-G-E-R LawFirm.com. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Uh, hey, listen, don't forget about our friends over at Wild Birds Unlimited. There are three locations in San Antonio, and these guys can help you find a great gift for Dad, too. It's uh, uh, lots of great items, bringing nature to the yard. One of the things that's so much fun, we have this uh, nice man down our street, and uh, you talked about the Purple Martin houses uh, last week, um, like, and he's got two in his front yard and he sits out there and he enjoys the purple martins and people come by and they go oh you know i see you got and he oh he'll share a story with you he will talk about them and it's wonderful so you know uh, if you're looking for a, a gift that dad will enjoy uh, bringing nature to the yard would be a perfect gift and wild birds unlimited could help you with housing uh, for the birds it can help you with feed specialized feed or uh, just go to them and tell them kind of what you're looking for. They're problem solvers over there. So let's say you already have a Purple Martin house, but uh, maybe you had some problems with it and it's not working. Right, they're not coming. All right, go to go to over to Wild Birds Unlimited, talk to Bill or Denise or to Kim, and they'll they'll fix it for you. They've 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 found it. They they've they've been through it. They've talked to people. They know exactly about it. It's not new to them, and that's what they do at Wild Birds Unlimited. Three locations: Hebner and Northwest Military. Uh, that's where you'll find Bill. Kim is at uh, Braun and sixteen oh four. And uh, then you'll find Denise over there on 3009 and uh, just about a mad mile uh, east of uh, I-35. All right, 308-8867. Oh, what's that? Tiger swallowtail. Oh, look at that. Big see the, see the, the stripes? See the yellow flower? Yeah. Oh, my see. goodness, that thing's huge. And then the, st- <laughs> the stripes, the, the giant swallowtail has the stripes going uh, parallel to the top of the wings. But these stripes go down like a tiger's striping, mm-hmm. and they're both similar habits. So they they they'll lay their eggs, eggs the citrus. and citrus too. But I yeah these are, I guess it's because these are rarer. They're, but I they're very attractive. Oh, they're big too. Bold. I mean, they're, they seem like they're not fighting. They you don't Jerry. You wouldn't have to whisper to these guys. They'd I wouldn't probably, have to whisper. They would probably pose for you. You know. <laughs> So uh, tell us again. I was I was still doing some stuff, so I don't remember now. Who won uh, the top tomato? Do you have the list? I happen to have the list. Oh yes. Okay. I'll give you the list. Let you oh okay. See if you can. As a radio professional. As a radio professional. Yeah. Mention their name. Name too. I think it's does uh, they deserve the credit for. All right. I'm gonna have trouble with one name, but so first place in the regular or large tomato was. Uh, uh, Dave Eastman with the Beef Master. Then uh, Josh Bingham won second place large with the uh, Rodeo Tomato HM1823. Greg Sawyer 
Did I pronounce that right? I hope so, Greg. I think so. Was first place with Cherry and Smaller with a Juliet. And uh, Josh Bingham again won with, uh, yay, the BHN 968 Dwarf Cherry Surprise. Largest tomato by weight was Big Zach, and Josefa Santos won that. And it was, um, I can't read your handwriting. Uh, um, how big was it? Oh, it's uh, like a, it looks like it's 116 ounces, but I don't think that's right. Uh, le- uh, one, one pound, one pound oh. and 12 ounces. Oh, okay. Wow, almost two pounds. And Josh Bingham, congratulations, sir. When one top tomato with the dwarf cherry surprise. No, with the, the rodeo tomato. Rodeo Sorry. tomato. Yeah. 1823. And be- best salad bowl was Oleg uh, Veronin. So congratulations, everybody. And uh, what they're probably doing right now is shopping. Yep. And and uh, spending those ba- those generous prizes for winning the contest, and then of course everybody that participated got a uh, uh, gift certificate too from Millburgers. So it's well worth it to participate. A lot of fun and uh, learn learn a lot too. All right, three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven is our number. Three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Uh, want to look at Calvin's article? He's got a. <laughs> He's, he, he, he's talking about shade trees and giving the pros and cons of uh, uh, the B list of uh, shade trees. That, that's a good way to do that, Calvin. And uh, it's in today's paper on the uh, Section C. And uh, he talks, uh, does a good job writing, and he, he gives a list of the recommended, a list of the recommended shade trees that includes live oak, Texas red oak, cedar elm, Schumard oak, Mexican sycamore, bur oak, and chinkapin oak, and Mexican white oak, and also Chinese pistache. He had to put that in there so Dr. George wouldn't come back and home. Well, plus, plus I also, I love mine. Uh, you know, it's kind of, I've had it for, what, 10 or 11 years, and suddenly, I love, you know, the shape is wonderful, yeah. and it's attractive, and it's got the berries that the birds the birds love, too, plus it doesn't have some of the problems of the plants, on, the trees on the, the bee list. The one thing, I don't know, Jared, maybe a little controversial in there, I came out and said, uh, uh, and I think you agree with me on this, though. The, right. The red uh, oak? The red oaks and live oaks, even though uh, oak wilt is serious and can really kill trees, uh, it, uh, the, the desirability of those species is such, and the ease, they're relatively easy to prevent the disease, so I still leave them on the A-list. Right. I don't think everybody leaves them on the A-list, but I do. Yeah. The plant pathologists say don't even, they, they don't even recommend them anymore. They don't at all, huh? Mm, red oaks. Wow. That, that and I'm, I'm like you, I, you know, it's, they yeah. have that problem, but. Uh, even, even in the, even in the most serious epidemic area, you know, only 5% of them will, well, at least it, unless things have changed, only 5% will get the disease of the red oaks, and they don't mm-hmm. seem to travel through the roots. So, anyway, it's a interesting uh, um, some conclusions we draw there. Well, what? Oh, the pecan is another one, Jer. Uh, yeah. That depends on what neighborhood you're in, but uh, I've got a lot of pecans, and uh, 
the, between the aphids and the branches falling down and the fact that you can't you really can't spray them nowadays yeah. in a neighborhood uh, yeah you you say that uh if you can if you can't apply at least 2 inches of water to the tree each week and spray pesticide into the tall trees uh, that's that's the problem now and, yeah. and i'm i'm convinced that pecan trees in this caliche soil out on northwest San Antonio, you can't, and I say you can't water them enough to have a good crop of pecans. Uh, you may have a crop of pecan, you may have pecans on the tree, but they won't fill out or are big quality pecans to eat. Uh, so the, they're they're only available. If you're over in Seguin, uh, near the near the river, and got deep soils, uh, they've got a lot of pecan trees over there, and they produce a good crop every year. And that soil get, to, get out of that water. Yeah, and the soil reservoir there, when you yeah. have our big rains, it actually can reserve some of it for over the long term. Whereas our soils in close here in San Antonio just don't don't have any reservoir. We mentioned that uh, we're going to have the children's gardening class with birds of prey uh, from the folks at Last Chance Forever. That's going to be next Saturday, uh, beginning at 1030. Uh, and 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. 10 to 11. And we've got Ian on the line with uh, Last Chance Forever, uh, and we'll talk to him a little bit about what that is and what they'll be doing come next Saturday. Hi there, Ian. How are you? Thanks for coming on the show. Hello. I'm doing well. Good, good. Tell us a little bit about... Uh, what will the organization and then what we'll be doing, what the kids will be doing next Saturday starting at 10? Yes, we are an organization based here in San Antonio that does the rehabilitation of birds of prey, hawks, owls, eagles, falcons, and vultures. We're a private nonprofit that people find these birds uh, in their backyard, on trails, often on the sides of roads, and they're able to bring them to us. We try to keep them wild, keep, get them healthy again, and return them to the wild because we really think our world is better for sharing it with them. And and, and you, gosh, how many birds uh, have you guys helped? Uh, how many, how long? How old is your organization? We, yeah, uh, we received two to three hundred birds of prey a year, and we are proud to say that uh, from all the birds that get in, we have about a sixty to sixty-five percent release rate of getting those birds back into the wild. And we're dealing with serious injuries, birds that have been hit by cars, that have been electrocuted by power lines, and unfortunately, sometimes even birds that have been shot. Mm. Well, those are those are worthy that worthy goals. But you go, you do more than that too. You you have a really aggressive education program. Um, yes, we do. We really think that's important to teach people the roles that these birds fit in the wild world and why our our entire world is healthier for sharing it with them. And that's a lot about what we'll be talking about with the kids at Millburgers next week is trying to teach them not only how to identify these birds and why they're interesting, but the place they fit in the health of the world. So um, what kind of birds will you be bringing? Uh, We'll be bringing hawks, owls, falcons, vultures, and an eagle. Okay. And kids love this. In fact, I think for many of them, this is the closest they've probably ever been to these birds. Oh, definitely. They're very, very lucky if you get to see one of these birds, but very few times people actually get get to be so close to them that they actually uh, can feel the wind from their wings. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Uh, you, 
we were joking a while. I don't think you were, you probably weren't listening, but way back when we had a, um, everybody was sitting in the amphitheater, and one of the birds, and I think it was the vulture, uh, flew over the crowd and very close, and you could feel the uh, the wind and the impact it had on you as it flew by. And it was hard to stay nonchalant. Yes, but, uh, it, it was hard to, to look to stay cool. I, I suspected that Jerry didn't have much influence with it, but I, I just I couldn't be sure that it wasn't going to land and I, stick I, his claws. I, I, I was spraying. Uh, what is it, Carrican, uh, 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 yeah. the dead, dead animal uh, scent on Calvin. Yeah. Uh, get the buzzer to light on. It, yeah, we, we don't do that anymore. They don't let us come to the, uh, uh, yeah. the presentation anymore, <laughs> Ian. So that's kind of cool, and it's about two hours, and it's real educational, and it'll be interactive. It'll be about, and again, uh, 45 minutes. Oh, 45 minutes, okay. Yeah, the demonstration's right. once it's right afterwards, so people can take a closer look at the birds, maybe get a chance to have their picture taken next to a, an eagle. Oh, how cool is that? So I want to get Calvin's picture taken next to a vulture. Maybe. Y'all do pictures with vultures? <laughs> That's a little yeah, harder. Yeah. They're a little. They're not as focused as the hunting birds. They're yeah. a little hard to keep keep on task for that. Suppose I put a put a piece of old meat on Calvin's <laughs> shoulder. Would they Would they go for that? He he always I, says that my, my personality is a lot like the vultures. So. I have a feeling, although I'm not sure, you can teach us, Ian. Uh, a piece of old meat would probably attract a lot of those birds, <laughs> hey, well, not just the vulture. <laughs> Do any of the birds oh, have right to meat, eat man. live prey? Uh, oh, yeah, the eagles eat live do. Prey. The, vultures, the vultures mainly eat stuff that's already dead, but, uh, but sometimes they would, but it, it, they aren't going to come and take food from you. They see okay, us as so a predator. You, so, uh, but, but are there any that have to eat um, the, the prey live? So we'll all eat dead uh, they don't have to. Okay. Uh, we mostly feed them beef heart, so it's already already been processed. But <laughs> our young birds, which we have a lot of right now that are, are getting ready to go free, we actually do make sure that they are able to successfully kill live prey before we put them back out into the wild. Because a lot of times they were found when they're very young, and they've never actually killed something on their own. And we don't think it would be responsible and the right thing to care for these birds and then put them out in the wild and they don't have the ability to feed themselves. Oh, and I have a dumb question because we were talking about purple martins and them coming back and everything. So you've released a few, uh, some, all these thousands of birds uh, throughout the years. Like, do any of them come back and visit? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to tell. We do have okay. some. I have do, do have occasionally where a bird has landed on a perch nearby our center and it's kind of checking out what's going on, and I'm kind of wondering if it's just curious about it or if it kind of recognizes the facility and is actually yeah, coming by and and you know remembering when it is being held by all those scary humans, but it did get a lot of free meals. <laughs> I I think also another thing that your program does you you talk a lot about the the myths. And uh, you know, here's the facts about well, what the, what this species actually does, and and these these myths aren't true or relatively uh, uncommon for this to happen, and uh, and the threats to the population. I think the the kids really uh, bring that in, and then and the potential is for them for them to have a great understanding of the of those predators and uh, do help protect them in the future. Yes, there are a lot of misconceptions. I, re, I personally really stress the, the worth of the vultures. 
people tend to have a, you know, think these birds are gross and nasty and disgusting and disease-ridden because the things they eat are like that. But they actually do an amazing job helping to keep our earth clean. Yeah, They're actually important. learning a lot about learning a lot about that in South Asia where they've lost a lot of their vultures and are now having to pay for facilities to dispose of dead bodies of dead animals because they're poisoning the earth. And the country of India actually did the research and found that uh, each individual vulture was worth about $11,000 every single year in the service of keeping the earth clean. Wow, is right. Hey, Ian, uh, listen, we look forward to seeing you next Saturday. Already, I'm going to look forward to seeing you, and we have a good turnout. Thank you. We will. Trust me, it's very popular. So thanks for coming on the show. All right, listen, we're about ready to wrap it up. And uh, if you want to be a part of that, go to MillbergerNursery.com to learn more. That's MillbergerNursery.com, and uh, you can find out more about that. It's it's one of the kids' programs, right? It's one of the kids' programs, so make your reservation for it by calling 497-3760. parents have to be nice to the kids, or the kids won't bring them. Exactly. Yeah. No, but it's not, and Ian does a great job. I'm glad we got him on to talk about it because it's, uh, it is important for kids to know the role. And I, w- I would have never realized that that was the importance of, uh, oh, both. Putting, yeah. I, I never thought about putting a dollar amount on the, the role that vultures play. So that's pretty well, cool. Well, if you live out in the country, kind of, and you have a dead animal in your backyard, yeah, uh, a deer or, or something like that, it's amazing how fast really they find it and clean it up. Huh. Hey, listen, we're going to say goodbye for today. Thanks for your understanding on our little technical glitch. We're going to fix it all up, and we'll be back tomorrow here at Millburgers at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. Thanks to all our winners of the uh, Top Tomato Contest. See you tomorrow on 930 a.m. This is... Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.